Since 1912, the Better Business Bureau has been an integral part of American business. BBB represents knowledge for consumers, resources for business owners, and accountability for all in a free market. We believe that informed is empowered. Empowered people run better businesses, make better buying decisions, and build better communities. That's why we're broadcasting information you need to know to work better, buy better, give better, live better. This is BBB Presents. Thanks for tuning into this episode, BBB Presents, Positive Workplace Culture and Good Bagels, featuring Richard Huff, owner of the Bagelry OTR. BBB's Sarah Kemmerer talks with downtown Cincinnati's iconic bagel restaurant about what it takes to get a business off the ground, winning a Spark Award, and the value of giving back. Welcome back to another episode of BBB Presents. Joining me today is Richard Huff, owner of the Bagelry located in Over the Rhine, Cincinnati, Ohio. Since 2018, Richard and his partners, Kyle Jones and Colleen Hurt, have been working with local small businesses and giving back to the community. That's why they were one of BBB's 2019 Spark Award winners. So, Richard, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. So, this is the first time we've had a restaurant owner as a guest on our podcast. So, welcome. (laughs) The restaurant industry has seen a huge amount of change in day-to-day operations. So how has the bagelry adapted to COVID protocols? Yeah, I feel like we've lived uh, five lifetimes of a restaurant in uh, in one year with just uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. COVID stuff and some civil unrest. And uh, I mean, more things have happened to us this year than I think many restaurants encounter um, maybe in the whole lifetime. But um, for us, we were kind of already set up as a to-go establishment. Uh, so we didn't have to do too much. We had some small touches, like people being able to get their own coffee that we no longer do. Um, I'd say the most major thing that we did was we launched a online ordering website that we had kind of have had, had half-baked, um, but <laughs> kind of had to go with it um, and on a short notice there. Mm-hmm. Well, we're very glad you're able to navigate the business and continue operations. And as I mentioned before, the bagelry was a – Spark Award winner last year, which is a huge deal. So Spark is a program hosted by BBB that celebrates local companies that demonstrate character, culture, and community. And those are the three values that are essential in the success of a business, especially during COVID. So Richard, can you talk about the importance of a community-oriented environment in a business like yours? I think a lot of people expect to go to a bagel shop and just like chat with the owners, get to know the people. Um, I've never been to a restaurant or been around another restaurant, people like demand to speak to the chef or the owner and like want to get to know more about what's going on and mm-hmm. me. So that's a fun sort of part of the community aspect. Um, but beyond that, uh, there's obviously like investing back into the community, contributing to the community that we are part of where we like to hire people for the community and also donate. Um, so obviously like not every community effort is business related. So like with charity work, we, donate bagels to the free store food bank. Um, Also, we donate gift cards or bagels to different volunteer groups whenever we get the opportunity. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite ways the bagelry gives back is by not using a bagel rolling machine. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. uh, I've always just thought it's been better to hire people and not robots. Um, It's clearly... You know, it could be more cost effective to hire robots, but like so much about like a good quality product is a person's attention to detail. Um, 
that's a really important to us. You know, we care about every bagel, every sandwich, like every order that comes to the restaurant. And so having a human involved at every aspect is uh, hugely important to us. And there's a certain romance uh, when you come into our shop, you know, bagels are kind of an old world food. So there's the hand rolling. When you walk into our shop off to the right, you'll see people kind of rolling away. And then when another aspect of bagels is boiling, so there's a big kettle off to the left and you'll see the baker's, boiling those and throwing those in the oven. So it's fun to be able to see people doing those things. And, you know, I've been to other places where you can see the machines doing it, and it's, like, impressive from a technological aspect, but this makes it feel a little bit more community space when you see real humans, real people from the community working in the space. So Spark Award winners are also known for the way they prioritize a positive work culture. So what makes the bagelry's environment so special? Yeah, we're a small, very small family-owned business. I think people often forget that we're just <laughs> like a, a brother and a sister, a couple of brothers and a sister. Um, you know, we did it. My wife actually is the one who designed the aesthetics. And people, I think when they walk in, they assume that we're probably more polished than we are. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't mind being held up to a high standard. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been fun. Um like one of the unique things about being a small business, uh, especially run by family members, is that we are kind of boots on the ground. Um, like whenever I interview someone, like, you know, for better or for worse, we're, the owners are here. <laughs> we work more than anybody mm -hmm. else seven days a week. You know, we're in the shop, around the shop. Um, we, we care very deeply, not just about the food and the customers, but also about the employees. I think that's a huge part of running a successful business and, like, developing loyalty and retention among employees is like creating just a relationship with them. Um, you know, like from a leadership standpoint, it, people can have different as, points of view on that. But from our perspective, we like to get to know them um, and like in any opportunities we can to help contribute to their lives, be it, you know, get to know them, uh, talk to them, hear stories about them. Um, also like if someone needs a ride home or like needs someone Need to go do something, you know, take time off. Like we're, we, we'll bend over backwards to try and accommodate mm -hmm. people. Um, in rare occasions, if someone needs to front a little money, we'll try and work with everybody to make sure everyone's taken care of. But I think that pays huge dividends because, especially in times like COVID, where things could get hard, people could cut and run. You know, we've had. I've just been so overwhelmed with how positive and mm -hmm. how strong our employees have been, um, showing up to work on time every day. Um, you know, wearing masks, it, it gets so hot. You know, people complain about wearing masks. I mean, try working in a 90-degree bakery um, <laughs> and running up and down stairs and all that stuff, wearing masks. Um, mm -hmm. But no one complains. Everyone, you know, is very cheery, very excellent with the customers showing up. So I just, I've been overwhelmed with how strong all of our employees have been. So that's the kind of, um, you know, the faith that you can inspire mm -hmm. people. It's just like, this is small expressions of care. Yeah, and it's definitely a chain reaction. So obviously it starts with those management teams, the owners, um, and then it trickles down and you can see it in your employee's face. So, Richard, for those small business owners and leadership teams listening to this episode, what is the best part of fostering that, cult that caring culture in your workplace? And would you say it's helped you in a global crisis? Yeah, going back and referencing the, my earlier answer, you know, COVID time, civil unrest and OTR, it would be so easy for an employee to say that they're not coming in today or 
they're not coming in at all anymore. And you wouldn't be able to blame them because obviously there's, these are tough times and uncertain times, but we've just seen such a groundswell of support from our employees because we told them pretty early on, you know, if there was going to be any sort of major shutdown, we were going to do our best to take care of them. You know, if they were going to have to close for a significant period of time, we would pay them as best we could, um, you know, even at great sacrifice on our own part. But you know, we know where they're, we know their people. We know that they have their own needs and we're here to support them. I mean, it would be a lot easier to follow kind of a national model where you treat mm-hmm. people like a chain model where you treat employees as tools, as replaceable. Um, but that it pays greater dividends when you care about your employees uh, as individuals, as people, and you treat them as such. I mean, Kyle, Colleen, and I have all worked for, like, large national chains, and, you know, they, they do treat people as replaceable. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the result is that employees don't care about the business. They don't care about their work. And so the mantra that I have is be better. And be better is in reference to how, you know, how those other environments treated us. So like at every opportunity to try and pay people a little better, be more flexible with time off, um, you know, mm-hmm. be more generous with my time and attention. The, the end result though is that, people, is that employees show the same amount of care for the product and the customer that we do. Um, so for instance, I think a lot of, if you see look at some of our reviews, like a lot of people are really, really enthusiastic about how our employees treat them. The customers are treated like everyone's really nice and they're really excited to share the bagels. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle, Colleen, and I are all passionate about every single bagel and sandwich that comes out. And the employees, you know, seem like they're, they want to take care of that and make sure yeah. the restaurant's clean. So, you know, like you can't, you can't teach somebody that, you know, you have to inspire people to want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about the character of the bagelry, which is a huge part and element in the BBB Spark Awards. So can you talk about how the bagelry's character developed um, all the way back from its beginning stages to where you are now? Yeah. Um, you know, like any entrepreneur, any like probably a lot of – someone has to start from somewhere. Um, we were completely clueless. And of course, like we were all interested in food and had food experience, but I mean, it's a big leap from, oh, I'm kind of interested in starting a restaurant to like actually getting something started. Um, and we learned how large of a leap that was um, by, by talking to other members of the community and seeing some of the resources. Um, so very early on, I, I think we owe some of our early success to a couple of community leaders who were just insanely generous with their time. Like I, to this day, can't believe that they were willing to sit down with me like a total nobody. Because it's just like hearing the rate of failure of restaurants and how everyone's got some kind of idea. Um, mm-hmm. Like Jean-Francois, uh, owner of Taste of Belgium, uh, sat down with me pretty early on and gave me some pretty detailed notes about kind of machinery to expect, licensing to expect, all kinds of different stuff. Um, another community leader, uh, Jelani, owner, one of the owners of Thunderdome, um, so like Bakersfield, Eagle, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, again, I mean, they have a national presence with so many restaurants. And, the, I mean, the guy gave me many hours of his time, totally, you know, so generous, so kind. Uh, mm-hmm. And all of that advice we carry forward to, to today. Um, but once I had that sort of foundation of information, once we got rolling, um, the next stop was to use the, some local resources called the Finley Kitchen, kind of like a small – business incubator, um, kitchen incubator place 
that, I mean, like, same way I was sort of in shock and awe at how little we knew before, I'm also in shock and awe. I don't know how anybody started a restaurant before some of these resources. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the amount of front-end investment and risk and bravery it would take to open a restaurant, I have nothing but the utmost respect for people. Because, I mean, you know, we have these resources where we could just pay, like, a nominal fee and rent yeah. a fully licensed kitchen that um, we could bake out of. And then we could take that thing to like farmers markets and they would give us the advice on how to get licensed properly and how to get started on that road. And man, I mean, information is power and (laughs) we had none of that. And Mm -hmm. between the industry leaders that we talked to and then the Finley kitchen, I feel like we were well armed to get kicked off. Um, So yeah, I mean, we were, we were scrappy little startups like nights and weekends working, working in the bakery doing farmer's markets and things, lugging restaurant equipment all around the city. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a labor of love, but I think, you know, we, we ended up creating a kind of a grassroots movement around our brand. Uh, people started to follow us around, try, trying to figure out where we were at. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that we finally found a spot where we could grow, plant some roots, and um, create, you know, beautiful bagel culture. <laughs> yeah, and it it sounds like it's been an incredible past few years. So, what was it like, um, kind of looking back on it, what was it like when your doors first opened? Uh, going back to not having any idea what we were doing, <laughs> the three of us, were we opened the restaurant, but just the three of us. And that was borderline catastrophic mistake because we, because we had that sort of grassroots movement around our brand, we opened expecting that no one would care and, you know, people would trickle in. And, I mean, from the jump, we were overwhelmed. I mean, like, overwhelmed emotionally, but also overwhelmed physically. Yes, I could imagine. Coming through the door. Um, I mean, we were literally working 18-hour days uh, without exaggeration, just the three of us trying to make all the bagels, cream cheese, because we do everything from scratch, you know, like it's a scratch kitchen. Um, If you go to some other national chain bagel places or microwaves and stuff, you know, we hand scramble eggs and we're chopping vegetables and we're hand rolling all the bagels. I mean, everything scratch kitchen. So it was a lot Just of the work. Three of you all were doing that. Yeah. It was, wow. It was a little silly. Uh, we hired people <laughs> pretty quickly um, and, and got up and running, but yeah, I mean, looking back, it was pretty foolish of us to try and kick it off with no employees, but Hey, you're we got here a nice now. little war story. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, that's so wonderful to hear Rich Richard. It's, been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today and thank you so much for coming on and congratulations for the success of the bagelry you're such a great example of what it takes to start using your local resources um, hiring local and going forward and making sure that your community is happy so if you are a local business owner in Cincinnati and you're interested in learning more about the spark awards program you can visit sparkcincy.org and that's cincy with a y those applications are due September 10th of 2020. And I'm Sarah Kummer with your Greater Cincinnati Better Business Bureau, and I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of BBB Presents. Until next time, connect with BBB Cincinnati on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Bookmark our site dedicated to resources for consumers and businesses in challenging times at COVID19Cincy.org. Don't forget to check out local businesses and do your part by leaving reviews at BBB.org.